0: Are you here?
1: I'm good. Can you hear me? Okay.
0: Yes. Welcome to No Story, No Glory to this great podcast today. My listeners are waiting for you, so let me remind them that you're here. My listeners, how are you? This is yours truly, Lady Alupia Spines, with our special guest. Let me report to you, it's a small success makes noise. You know, we've been speaking about the process. and. This is a young man that began his career in this great country as a doorman. Soon he will be telling us exactly what, it, what a doorman, what is a doorman and what doormen do in the hotel industry. He will share his great success story with us. That's part of the process. How this man from a doorman, I mean, I know that did not happen overnight became one of the most sought-after, keynote speaker, best-selling author, coach, trainer. I mean, internationally known by Renee Godfrey. So, Renee, I am so excited today to have you right here in this great podium with me. No story, no glory, because I know audience, how you reached so far. So tell me, how are you doing today with all those things going on?
1: I'm doing absolutely fantastic I uh, actually have to readjust like everybody else I have to reset Uh, I'm staying in Uh, in my industry everything is completely dead no speaking engagement and the hotels everything is really closed uh, convention centers and all so I'm doing a lot online virtual talking with my clients and uh, preparing to do some virtual training for them online it's not the same dynamic but uh we are uh resilient by nature we know how to readjust how to reset
0: that's true that's true that's true it's the same for me this year as the founder and the ceo of the ladies of violent empowerment this organization has two major components where i i work with with as seen well teenage girls in a mentorship program and with women for dress empowerment. So everything really closed. And I can understand with the coronavirus what's going on. But I am just excited, Renee, to have you here with me today. Because first, because so many people, maybe they never heard of you before. But me, I heard of Renee they got to in 2004, because before I met you, I did not know any Haitian-American Who was uh, an author or speaker? So one one day my 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 son was so excited, he went to New York and he met you. And he he came to tell me about this great book you wrote. I mean, the title of the book in itself, I really like the title. No condition is permanent. So at that time, I was getting ready to go for a procedure. I could not wait for the book. And I contacted you because I'm a reader, as you know, leaders are readers. I contacted you and you sent the book to me. I was so happy. So, so in your book, I read the story about when when you were a doorman. Can you please share with our listeners about your how you began in this great country, working in one of the major hotels as a doorman. What is a doorman? What did you do? And what? And you can tell us how the dormant benefited you? Because
1: I read where you where you had met some great speakers. Yes, uh, first of all, yeah. Thank you for mentioning my book because I think the book, I actually wrote the book for today. Uh, it's very timely today. The no condition is permanent. Uh, meaning when I I'll say no condition is permanent, a lot of people are thinking it's, it's when things are going, uh, not going well. Well, it's for when things are going well as well, because so many people they were doing good, they were comfortable, but they never really um, they 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 start coasting, so to speak. Uh, it's like being in the car; you put your car on autopilot because you know the car's running great. Now there are a lot of people who are fumbling in the dark, don't know what to do. What's the next thing? Because they've never had to deal with any issue like uh, what we are dealing with today with the COVID 19. And so, no condition is permanent. It's for people who are struggling, it's for people who are doing well. And especially today, um, those who are struggling, I think everything I put in the book was very timely. Now, the no, uh, doorman actually uh, um, started uh, the in the speaking industry, while I was a doorman carrying bags uh, for the uh, people at the hotel, what happened is I really didn't know about the speaking industry, about what books to read and stuff. When I was parking cars for the people at the hotel, I would notice a book on the back seat of the car. I would pick up the book because here's what I said to myself I said, if those people are reading, this book. They dress so nice. They are so successful. They are staying in a first class hotel. There's got to be something that they know I don't know. And so that probably is in the book. And so every time I would see a book on the back seat, I would get off work. I'd go across the street to Barnes and Nobles. Uh, I would buy that book and I would devour that book. I would study the book. And one of the books actually talk about being a a motivational speaker, speaking for a living. And I was like, you know what? I've I've tried everything in America. I mean, I've been from a dishwasher to digging holes on the street, to washing cars in South Miami. Why not try the motivational speaking thing? And so I said, hey, I'm gonna be a motivational speaker, which is the first lesson we wanna share uh, with your audience today is you have to declare it yourself when you the i think there is a saying that says the tongue uh in fact it's right from the bible the tongue has the power of uh, life and death right
0: yes yes yes
1: you speak what you want but as soon as you speak it there are a bunch of vultures or a bunch of discouragers uh people out there who just jump on your idea what you say you want to do to try to discourage you to try to tell you that it's not going to work or why are you doing this or that see now all those people have good intentions they don't mean any harm they are actually trying to protect you they are trying to protect me Uh, but the only thing is they are operating from their limitations and so If somebody either has tried something in the past that didn't work, they assume it's not going to work for everybody. Or if they never even attempted to try it, they go out and uh, they are thinking about it because they are afraid of stepping out, of trying, making a fool of themselves. So out (laughs) of that fear that they are operating, you see what I mean? that fear so now they become a counselor for you they are giving you advice from that fear so we don't want to hear from those people we don't want to take their advice you you don't have to be mean to them you can let them talk that's all good that's all fine but um just move on keep taking action keep doing what you are doing so when i said i was going to become a motivational speaker there were so many people who actually <laughs> thought that was a crazy idea here's a guy oh yeah oh i know <laughs> here's a guy i mean you're probably familiar with what i'm sharing right right now right from the book that, thank you very much uh here's a guy who is from haiti uh doesn't speak very much english at the time I was still learning English. Well, frankly, I'm still learning English, right? And so they 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 are thinking, hey, <laughs> you say you want to be a motivational speaker? I mean, who's going to pay you to be on a stage, right? And th- there's a guy I was, uh, at work who was my supervisor. He was the first one that I tried to share the idea with. I didn't know how I was going to do it, but, you know, it's just like uh, just um uh, again uh, i'm sorry i keep referring to the bible but there's a verse that says um uh uh, call the things that are not as though they were that's faith correct exactly so so that's what i was doing i didn't know how i was gonna make it i didn't know how i was gonna so i told the guy and he said what you're going to be a motivational speaker (laughs) with your with your Haitian accent. (laughs) Are you crazy. I mean who is going to uh, listen to you sharing your story and um, you know sometimes you share your idea with somebody. It's not because you are looking for their approval. You are looking for a little bit of encouragement.
0: Yes, and yes.
1: Uh, you know what I'm saying? If you can't encourage yes. me, you need to get out of my face. right? That's it. Because uh, you, you and all your listeners have been approved before you were even born to do the yes. thing that you say. Look, if you say you are going to be this or that, by the very fact you say it, it comes from somewhere deep within you it is that which is when i said i was going to become a motivational speaker in spite of the fact i didn't know how i was going to do it but the motivational speaker inside of me altered those words does that make sense to you yes 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 and so therefore i just have to honor that motivational speaker within me instead of honoring the discouragers the player haters the jealous people out there trying to be my counselor giving me advice yes you see and so that's what really worked for me is to know now was i afraid yes um was there (laughs) times i was discouraged of course i was you know what i mean but i kept i kept staying true to that voice inside of me the motivational speaker uh, that wanted to come out so bad. And every single one of your listeners right now have that person inside of them. Whatever you want to do, there's a reason why you want to do it. You may not know how to do it. Maybe you have not figured it out, but that's not a reason not to step out, not to take the first step, the second step. Because people... Um, you know, Alud. I always say this, right? Is that how you pronounce your name in English? Alud. Alud. No, that's not
0: in English. That's Aludis. But since you know I'm Haitian, I prefer to be to be uh,
1: Alud? Alud. Okay, <laughs> that's good. Very good. Okay, but see, the thing is, the thing is, once you take the first, the second step, the third step. You will be surprised how many people will come out to help you, to assist wow. you, particularly, like particularly once you start like achieving some level of success. Does that make sense? Yes. More
0: success makes noise, you said, Renee.
1: That's right. Success makes a lot of noise because more people yes. will hear about you and they will show up out of nowhere oh can i help you with this can i do this for you and the funny thing about it it's it's like it's like think of it like the bank right the bank yes. will not give you a loan right uh, you you trying to beg the bank to give you a loan to start the business they, they, they're not interested in giving you the loan but i promise you as soon as you start making money which means you don't need money now because you are making money. Every bank, every bank, they want to knock on your door (laughs) trying to give you a loan. And that's how people are too. Right now, they'll not show up to help you, you know? But if you keep staying, if you keep pressing on, eventually they'll come out. They'll want to help you. It's, it's, it's a funny thing, the way it works, but it's just the way it works.
0: Yes, I'm going oh to one question. This is what I call miracles along the way it did with destiny, because just like mm-hmm. you said, but I believe you're brilliant. Listen to what you said. You said when you used to park the cars and you saw books at the back seat, and you said to yourself, if this brilliant man, if this successful man or woman, they Reading this book, there must be something about the book, and you did the smart thing from rock bottom. You see, you and I, you and I, even though the situation, situation was not exactly the same, but we become we began from rock bottom because when when you take the first step, you'll be surprised. That's what I call miracles along the way. So, oh my God, it really, this is so powerful. My listeners, are you here? You cannot not. I told you, make sure you take your pen and you get your sheet of paper from, from, from your notebook, from, from your daughter's notebook. These are some empowerment talks with Granny Godfrey because this is the men that leave the walk bottom story. You see, that's what I said, no story, no glory. It's because people are gonna talk about you regardless if you walk bottom or if you're successful. So look at how, how when it begun, parking cars, door men, And out of nowhere, he said the idea to become, uh, I mean, he did not know if he was gonna become a well fought after keynote speaker, but oh my God, Mm -hmm. Renee, oh my God. So, well, there's so many questions. The next question was gonna be, when did you know you wanted to become a speaker? What was your national origin? What's your national origin as a Haitian immigrant? You always a part of the question, but what an actual origin as a young haitian immigrant created what what blocks in front of you how did you feel about your haitian accent did you ever feel rejected just because
1: well um i you know i've many so first of all learning english in the united states was the biggest mountain i had to climb it to me To me, that was Mount Everest for me. It was very, very, very difficult because if you think about it, there's nothing you can do in a country where you can't express yourself, you don't speak the language. I remember going to McDonald's to look for a job when I first came. And the job was to pick up trash in the parking lot. The guy didn't give me the job because I didn't speak English now i was thinking to myself on the way out how much english the trash cans in america speak because i was not going to speak to anybody except i was going to interact with the trash cans i mean it's like i didn't know trash cans in america speak english because the guy said i didn't speak english now i would write three words on my hand every single day. At the time, I, I realized, you know what? Nobody is going to give me a job. I better create my own way. And this story I'm, I'm sharing right now is, uh, is packed with lessons in it. Because a lot of people are waiting for a break from somewhere. A lot of people are waiting for help to come from somewhere. Um, I, I didn't wait. I said, you know what? I'm I'm just gonna create my own break. I started a business in South Florida in the uh, parking lot of a bank called Total Bank. I don't know if you've heard of Total Bank in Florida. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I went there to with a bucket. I bought a. I had. A, I started the business with three dollars, uh, but a bucket, and I bought a bottle of dishwashing soap uh, bought some used towels at the high 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 flea market and then I went to the bank and I started asking the people to wash their cars and so they, they turned me down so many no's so many rejections so a no is really a good thing it's just tell you you have to keep to uh, I think this it takes an average seven no's to get a yes so it's just like you have to keep counting the nose and uh, and part of that is I, I remember when I was a kid I was in Haiti in a place called Shonda Marsh, right
0: yes walking in the property,
1: yes. that's right walking behind the American tourists and then begging for whatever they could afford and and you know I would just compete with the other kids and But, you know, when we were there, we don't take no for an answer. No was never an answer. And so we were persistent, resilient, resilience. That's what we had. And so I used that same thing in the parking lot of the bank. And then enough people said no, but one guy said yes. And I watched his cars, and I did a spectacular job. It it just so happened that he, that guy, was the son of one of the executives of the bank. And so, there you go. Uh, Now, it's just like, I I, I started washing cars. $3 outside just to do exterior. And for $5, dollars i do the interior and the exterior for you. And so, I just, you know, established my business in the parking lot. But, you know, the funny thing is I, 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 because I, w- I was a new immigrant, didn't speak English, by the way, every day I would write three words on my hand and I would review my words at the end of the week, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I bought children's book. I was looking at the pictures and then the word so that, you know, that would make sense to me. Unfortunately, they hired a... Maintenance manager at the bank. He he had to let me go because I was using too much water and electricity, and I I was mad. But like they say, don't get bad, don't get bitter, get better.
0: Yes, yes, yes.
1: And so I I you know said you know what I'm I'm just going to learn English, uh, and then I somehow I knew. It was possible for me to make it in the United States because I saw evidence. The thing is about uh, people, they don't know how to look for clues because success leaves clues. I like
0: that. that.
1: If you find, if you know how to look, that's why I became such a voracious reader in the United States. First of all, I was so impressed because you can get a card from a library at the time, I don't know now, you can go borrow all the books you want, as many books, you know, just go read them and then you bring them back. I was like, wow, this is a great country. I mean, you really can do that. When I walk in there, I asked the lady, she said, yeah, you can get anything here for free. Just get a card. I was like, "Whoa!" Then later, I started going to get my own books for dollar fifty and paperback fifty cents at the, sometimes twenty-five cents at the Goodwill or Salvation Army. It's so funny. People tell me, "Well, man, I don't have money to buy all those books." I'm like, "Yeah, you can. To this day, you can go to Goodwill or uh, Salvation Army and buy them for fifty cents, for dollar, whatever, and then it's yours. See." It's, it's, it's like people are so limited in their minds. They don't yes. see a way out when, I, I guess, I don't know. For me, Aloud, I think it's because of the kind of life I had. So I, I have learned how to become creative, how to really make a way out of no way, you see? Mm-hmm. And then, so there are some people listening to us right now. I do a lot of coaching um but when i do coaching my clients come to me with what is called the illusion of no alternative uh, basically yes. the illusion of no alternatives is people are always in a dilemma a dilemma is it's either one option or another there's no other option right but when in any situation we always have uh, thousands and thousands of options if we really look hard like I say success leaves clues but the illusion of no alternatives is just like yeah people will come and say yeah I've tried this and it didn't work or I'm in this relationship I think I'm stuck and you know I just I just need to file for a divorce I don't think this thing is ever going to work. But so they come to me with this mindset, like I'm stuck because there are no, I've tried everything. There are no options, mm-hmm. but I know it's an illusion in their head. And so yes, yes. your question was, yeah, I've, I've been stereotyped many times because of <laughs> my accent, because I'm Haitian. Yes.
0: Uh, yes, yes, yes.
1: Believe it or not, I would go to an audience. I'm pretty sure I, when I go speak, there are some people that completely tune me off because I have an accent and um, and but I know I know like 100% of the people in this world are going to love what you do are going to admire you for what you do Uh, it's not going to happen again that also is an illusion if I focus on the people who stereotype me well there are people who don't hire me because I have an accent. Um, yes yes and and part of it is because maybe it's 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 in their world there's something they are processing so there's nothing wrong with that but there's a word in english that is spelled n-e-x-t it's called next okay next. so it's just like yeah next this person says no well next next <laughs> the exactly. other person says no uh, next that's all it oh is my God.
0: can you imagine that to my listeners, I'm hoping you're taking notes. Can you imagine how Rainy started from a parking lot, began his own business washing cars. Now René Godfrey is one of the most sought after keynote speaker in the nation, best-selling author. Imagine that. Can you see yourself, can you visualize yourself? He comes from the work body with nothing, nothing. That's actually it, that's as a Haitian immigrant. And now look, look at that, imagine that they tell us something because I want you I watch your videos your, your YouTube videos all the time and uh, I've always seen so many people from your audience at the end they gravitates towards you what can you tell all my fellow new authors coming out what to expect what you have so much momentum what can you tell to do different or to prepare for?
1: well the answer is very simple. It's called authenticity. Okay, that's true. Cool. It's most that's people struggle in life because they are trying to be somebody they are not.
0: Okay, I think that's a great answer.
1: And the world needs you just the way you are. Wow, With, whoa,
0: that's great. with,
1: with your imperfections. Because wow. people do not connect with perfections, they connect with imperfections. What I mean by that is, when I'm on stage, I am raw. I am authentic. I just open up. Like if something is wrong, like we were doing the recording and I said there's an echo, they say, okay, let's hang up and do it again. Well, what I tell my clients sometimes, I'd say, you're too perfect. In fact, I would purposely implant imperfection in what I'm doing. Because that's how you connect with people. That's how you connect with audiences, right? Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. And
1: so uh, when I get off the stage, they, first of all, when when they bring me to speak, here's what the people are thinking. Well, here's Mr. Motivational Speaker, big shot, and the company think we are you know, no good for nothing, and they bring him to tell us to do what to do with our lives. That's the mindset they have. Or they might say, you just don't know what I'm going through, making this much an hour, struggling here, and you're a motivational speaker, it's easy for you to say. See, because they cannot connect with motivational speaker. They cannot connect with best-selling author. They cannot connect with that. So it's my, it's it's being raw and authentic on stage. When I open up, I share my story. I share how I struggle. like. I tell people that all the time. If you feel like you are uh, you're going to speak or you're going to do a presentation alive, you're nervous, just say it. it. Just say you're nervous. It's 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 being authentic. People understand because you know, do you know how many people who have been thinking about doing a podcast for like 10, 15 years and never did the first one because <laughs> of perfection, right? <laughs> Uh, they, they just scared
0: they gotta of have they're scared of making a mistake. Maybe you they say a word, they did not say the word the right way. Somebody's gonna listen and go to critic them. When it, the first one I did, I spoke for 59 seconds. The <laughs> okay, second one I, did, I did for one minute, and then by the time I start, I started to do it, and I'm falling in love with doing podcast mm. So, myself doing eight minutes, I'm doing 10 minutes, I'm doing 15 minutes, I'm doing 20 minutes. So now I bring my first well-renowned motivational speakers. You really, Renee, let me tell you something. I know to my listeners, did you say thank you to me for bringing Renee? Thank you, Lydia Alude. Trust me, I know you can replay this podcast over and over and over again. Because for me, as a new author, even though I've been speaking, I work for one of the seven largest jails in the United States. I've been speaking, but now I'm really, I'm really, I retired. I'm getting ready to do what God called me to do because I know I have the gift inside of me, but I've not been on big stage like Renee yet. But I can see myself there, so I believe the 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 response is giving me to be raw, to be myself, and I believe not only me, all my listeners there will take that wholeheartedly with them. Renee, you are so amazing. I believe, and people, my listeners, let me tell you what makes one of the other things that makes that make René so amazing, because René never forgot where he came from. He's walked bottom star. You know what he did? He went back home, where he was born. And now, René is called, let me say something, <laughs> village hero. In English, village hero. I mean, why would they call him village hero? Because he embraced the kids. He went back to teach them. He went back to show them love. He went back to let his, his, his people know, I am when I am really God's week and I'm back now for you. Renee, you are
1: amazing. Thank you, you Lady Aloud. And by the way, oh every, God, every so everybody yes. has the opportunity to be a village hero or village hero as well. Uh, everybody has the opportunity to make a difference. People think, by the way, I know you mentioned you have not been on big stages. Well, today, the this whole idea is uh, sort of like shifting. If you think about it, I remember I was going to uh, TBN, the Trinity Broadcasting on a show with Rad Parsley. They flew me to Ohio to to be on the show. And then as I was sitting on the airplane, I was thinking, wow. I'm about to go to a um, to Ohio to his his entire broadcast station where he does his show. I said they spent millions of dollars to do that, and it cost me zero, nothing. They pay all my expenses, flew me to do it. I said, what are the odds? When I was a poor kid in a tiny village in Haiti, that I would be thinking that there's somebody God is grooming, and roaring. <laughs> oh my God to create a platform like this for me to just step on just step on. I say this because a lot of people and if you are an author you need to pay really real close attention to what I'm about to say to you. Uh, Okay. you have the same opportunity because there is a multi-billion dollar platform not just one several first one is Facebook second is YouTube. So we have this multi billion dollar platforms where you can flick a switch on your cell phone you can be live for the entire universe to watch you at any time and so the thing is when you do that live you might have one two or three or four people watching it and that might be a bit of discouraging but what people don't realize, the magic is, it's gonna, be, it's gonna live there on that platform forever. And people are gonna keep bumping into that same content, bumping into it, and sometimes all it takes is one person who probably need coaching at this moment, who is resonating, just like the content I'm sharing now, who is resonating with the content and then they book you but the point is look you don't have to spend a dime you already have a cell phone the billion or multi-billion dollar platform is do you know the the the, the in the past thought leaders i mean people who whom we admire today they were books they never had the opportunity to have that kind of exposure you and I can have today because they didn't have these tools available to them. You yes, see,
0: yes, yes.
1: I coached somebody from uh, one of my coaching clients is in Uganda. He watched a video on YouTube, and then it, it it made sense to him what I was sharing, and he called me, booked me to coach him for his business uh, all the way in Uganda. are the odds that this guy 20 years ago would ever hear about me or see me anywhere so so when we talk about i have not been on a big stage yet yeah you you have like right now the stage you are on now anchor.fm that's a huge stage somebody spent millions of dollars to create that stage for you to just show up conveniently you with a lot of convenience you just step on that stage and there you go and you can do the same thing for YouTube you can do the same thing for Facebook you can do the thing for the same thing for Periscope for Instagram it's, it's just like it's there and, and and you create the illusion of being everywhere it's it's That's just so funny. funny people say I see you everywhere it's just great an answer. illusion
0: great answer great answer great answer when you empower me wholeheartedly uh, let me tell you, you are so successful, but I believe you will become more successful because you are so selfless. To all my listeners, look for Is Not only is a best-selling author, he's a coach, he's a trainer. He will, he will. I mean, coach you. Just like he said, you don't have to pay, you don't have to pay airline tickets to go meet Renee because the, today the technology gives you the, gives you the big opportunity to connect with Renee from everywhere. Wherever you are, he said, from Uganda, you can be from Paris, you can be from from the last corner in the world, but you can meet with Renee. Renee, I am so humble, and I really feel empowered with your word of wisdom, because this is what I, my show called: No Story, No Glory. Take off with what you got, my friends. Look, I'm coming out with this great book. It's your time. Be daring. Take off with what you got. This book illustrates the story of this one and only. Haitian immigrant woman, what he did, what she did, she took the day because she had a compelling why. Just like when they when you have a wife, you will do it. When you have a wife, you will speak the positive word inside of you, even though you are at the rock bottom, but you will believe tomorrow will be a better day. And then when, when I heard Renée sharing his story, it's like, I said, okay, Renée, I understand what you're saying. As a young Haitian immigrant when I came here, because what I believe, along the way. That's what I call miracles along the way, a did with destiny. I remember when I just got to my job, I mean, I climbed. So out of nowhere, I became an interpreter for one of the global leaders from a French country, the former president of Senegal, Africa, the late president of Africa. Oh my God. Can you imagine that? Leopold sender from nowhere from work bottom. So if you are walk work bottom today, Go listen to Renee again over and over and over again. You will be empowered. Because when you listen to him, how can you not be inspired? How can you not be motivated? How can you not be ready to climb? Renee, you are fantastic. You are powerful. And I want to say thank you so much for, for taking time from your busy schedule to do what you do best. Inspire. Motivate. And you really are. Inspired me today so uh i'm 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 getting ready to do i mean we can do our facebook page together and i'm ready if you want to do something you invite me because at this stage i i'm i'm, I'm really i'm really i mean i'm feeling i mean i'm where god wants me to be because i i i believe i have the gift of inspiration of empowerment and just be me just like you said I received that. I will just be me. Renee, until next time, I want to say thank you. Are you there, Renee? Okay, thank you so much, Renee. Um, I cannot hear Renee anymore, but I believe, my friends, you really, really, really be inspired. This, that was a fantastic interview with the one and only Renee Godfrey. You can call him also Village Hero for the work he's been doing with the kids in Haiti. My friends, you take good care. Until next time, I'm yours. Truly, I am media load. So this great, inspirational podcast was just for you. If you, if you want to do something you don't know where, how, listen to this. You will be motivated and you will be inspired. My friends, take, take good care. Until next time. That was yours truly. I'm Lady Alu, Positively inspirational podcast. Take good care. Until next time. Take care. Love you.